Welcome to the Landing New York City podcast with your hosts, Travis and Joselle Norman, where we cover NYC stories and resources, including how we landed New York City and how you can too. Welcome to episode three. We are so happy you have joined us. If you haven't listened to episode two, I want you to stop and go listen. This episode is almost a part two as we break down the cost of moving. When we were moving, I really appreciated those podcasts and YouTube videos we found with people who were absolutely transparent with the true cost of moving to New York City. Yeah, I definitely want to be a resource for others who are in our shoes just last year. If you've listened from the very beginning, then you know we were living in Fort Worth, Texas before moving to NYC last fall. There are so many costs of moving, but I do believe the cost can be as high or as low as you want it to be. Absolutely. A few things you should have in mind as a precursor are the logistics. Are you moving alone? Are you a family? Maybe you're moving with friends or a sibling. I really feel like these varying situations can affect the cost of the move and the size of the space you require. Yes, and if you're moving from out of state, be sure to taper expectations. The large square footage and the number of bedrooms slash bathrooms will surely decrease when moving to NYC. The cost will also come at a premium. However, the experiences that you will gain will certainly be worth that sacrifice. And depending on your comfort level and if you want to save as much money as possible, you should look into renting a room. A lot of people who move to NYC with no connections usually start by renting a room or subleasing an apartment. You can come across a great apartment at half the cost if you find someone who's looking to sublease their unit. You would simply pay that person rent directly and have no dealings with the landlord. If you do choose this route, be very careful as there are plenty of scams out there regarding this process. Absolutely. As big as New York City is, you want to be wary of the scams that you can encounter. So just be very vigilant of the things you decide to do. So for us, we knew it was going to be the three of us, Travis, myself, and our son Riley. He was turning two at the time. So we knew, okay, what does a two-year-old need? So we kind of had an idea of the type of space that we required. Yeah, and a little background information. Um, we lived in a single family home in Texas, which had three bedrooms, two baths, a living area, kitchen, and a backyard. When we really thought of the time spent in our home and the spaces we occupied, we mainly spent our days in the kitchen, the living room, and the bedroom. Riley had a lovely nursery that he honestly only used a handful of times as he slept in our room the majority of the nights. After being realistic about the space we actually use and knowing what the NYC apartment situation is like, we decided a one bedroom would work for our family. Yeah, so when we officially landed in NYC, we began our search on Street Easy again to see what was out there. We started our search for one-bedrooms. If a two-bedroom came along, then great, we'd accept it, but it was not an absolute requirement. Absolutely. I feel like I was a bit skeptical with the one-bedroom, but when we began to search, I was okay with the idea. In New York, you are required to make 40 times the rent. That's right, 
40 times the rent. 40 times the rent to be able to be considered as someone who can afford an apartment. If let's say you didn't meet the 40 times, then you are allowed to have a guarantor who needs to make 80 times the rent. Yeah, so some examples, let's say you are renting out an apartment that costs $1,000 a month, uh, then it's expected that you make $40,000 a year or your guarantor would need to make $80,000 a year. For the most part, landlords are strict about this as New York has such strict laws. After you've set your budget, you can take it to straight easy and start searching for your new home or apartment. As we were looking, we knew the top of our budget was $2,500. We knew at this price point, with the pandemic discounts, we'd be in a neighborhood we wanted with just enough space. Something to keep in mind though, rent was at an all-time low. But there is something landlords were doing that you need to pay attention to because I think it's still happening. If you find an apartment that says it costs $2,000 with three months free, well, actually, the $2,000 is the net rent. And the true gross rent is probably $2,300 a month. So at the end of your year lease or 18 months, however long it's set for, when and if you decide to renew, you'd be re-signing at that $2,300 and not the 2000 So you'd be re-signing at the gross amount. Yeah, and I think we struggled with this for a little while because some areas like Brooklyn Heights, where we completely adored the neighborhood and the low rent prices, well, in a year, we'd have to think about either paying the higher prices or moving out. Absolutely, because we found a beautiful apartment in Brooklyn Heights right off the promenade, and I could see us living there. It was just going to be so beautiful. But when I really got to thinking, in a year, would we be settled? Like, do we want to pack up and move again? Just really didn't know. And also, parking in Brooklyn Heights would have been an added cost. Yeah, I do agree. I, I feel like a year is just not enough time. Um, I don't think we would have been settled in such a short time period. Honestly, new in careers, new to the area. It's just too much going on. And the parking was absolutely a nightmare, like you mentioned. With having a vehicle, um, that's something that you want to take into account as well. We ended up finding a lovely place in Astoria, which is where we currently live. A one bedroom with over a thousand square feet, which is absolutely unheard of for anywhere in the city. So I really feel fortunate to have found a place that works for our family. Let's break down our actual cost. So let's jump into it and break it down. So there was $20 per applicant with the application fee. Uh, we have to pay $2,150 or $2,150 for first month's rent. Had to pay $2,150 for the broker's fee which was a downside about the apartment, they did charge a broker's fee. We paid another $2,150 for the deposit. And finally, we paid $500 for the move-in fee that we get back after we moved. So almost $8,000 in just securing the apartment alone. This might be a shock to some of you, but we did expect this as we did plenty of research before moving. So yes, that's right. New York is not cheap at all, but it's a decision you have to make if you know NYC is absolutely where you want to be. 
Yeah, so after you have secured your new space, of course, there are monthly expenses you will incur. There are plenty of buildings that bundle electricity and water into your rent. This can be such a convenience as you don't have to worry about paying a separate bill. It doesn't seem like a major issue. However, depending on if the building has a newer or older meter system, um, you can be paying an inflated amount in the winter or summer months based on your usage or the usage of the entire building. You can surely expect for the fellow tenants uh, to blast the AC during the summertime and the heat during the winter. The bill can certainly increase by a few hundred dollars that you may have not been expecting. So be sure to take account for this. Absolutely. I would say our apartment, we were actually surprised. I think most of our bills were less than what we paid in Texas. Let's dive into these tips. What are some additional tips you can give to our listeners about moving to the city or moving across the city or anything? So I would say prepare for any and every little cost when it comes to moving. Be sure to factor in if your building allows you to personally move in or if movers are needed. That can be a difference of you saving a few hundred dollars. Um, If you can personally move in, then you can simply rent a U-Haul truck for the day, um, grab a few family members or friends and tackle the move You know, at a reasonable price. If you have to hire movers, um, while it may be an ease on you physically, financially, you can expect to dish out much more money. My helpful tip would be to try to save money as much as possible on furniture. So be sure to look at places like OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, or if your building has some sort of an online community like ours. So most times when people are moving, they post, hey, we have a free couch or a free table, something like that. Or they sell it for a low cost because they need it before they move out. When moving, NYC residents are known to throw away furniture pieces that are in great condition that can be easily restored. Sometimes all you have to do is take a walk down the block to stumble upon something nice. So the next tip I have is, I would say like, we're officially in that digital and streaming age. Therefore, if you absolutely must have internet, um, you don't have to pursue the traditional route of a cable bundle with phone and internet uh, that the companies are usually advertising. Depending on where you live, your options for internet will vary. Uh, For example, in our area of Astoria, um, only Spectrum and RCN are offered. Not only was Spectrum more expensive on a monthly basis, they did not offer any free months as RCN does. RCN offered three free months along with a monthly rate that was less than $50 for their highest speed of internet. Uh, Before moving to New York City, we had never heard of RCN. However, at this point, I can honestly say that they're top tier in terms of service. Um, And there have been plenty of storms in the city uh, thus far, and we have not lost service. Absolutely. RCN really did come in clutch. Something to keep in mind that just reminded me. So RCN gave us those free months, but it wasn't upfront. So I think it was like the third month was free, the sixth month and the seventh or something like that. I'm not too sure. But when you see rent like that, so if you're looking on Street Easy and it says, three months free for rent 
you actually have to pay the gross amount for the first month and they might give you the second month free so you pay zero dollars that's something to keep in mind yeah absolutely so get as much detail as you can do your homework and be sure you're prepared all right so that's the end of this episode it's been almost a year since we moved we settled in quite nicely i'm not sure if we'll stay or move to another neighborhood but we have genuinely enjoyed astoria so far yeah absolutely and we're enjoying making this podcast in each and every episode We hope that we're coming to you with helpful information and being that resource that you need. It's been great. If you haven't done so yet, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. They'll be released every Monday. You can find us on your favorite streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us over on Instagram at Landing New York City.